0: Hello, guys, and welcome to Behind the Bunker, episode 495. Five more shows till our 500th episode. My name is Todd Ansich. Thank you for joining me. This is podcast number 375. Welcome to Behind the Bunker, our weekly paintball show. You can find us anywhere you get your favorite podcast. And if that's where you're listening to us, thank you for joining us. Make sure you guys subscribe to our podcast and download us every week. just not me here in the studio i have virtually with me joe kimson from Flag Raiders paintball
1: greetings and thanks for tuning in there's feedback coming because i'm trying to turn off the sound on my computer and i apologize i will sort it out in a second but i want to be able to interact in the chat boom so i'll turn it over to you guys while i figure this out
0: well why don't we turn it over to uh, garvin sharma from turret tech industries
2: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, Gavin Trump from Tabertuck Industries, and I'm so grateful that you've tuned in this evening, Uh, but it looks we're a little bit shy in the viewer department, so make sure you hit that like and share and comment as the show goes on so people know what you're doing on a Monday night right now. Behind the Bunker, baby, Monday night.
0: I know what I'm doing, I'm hanging out with my friend Josh Zuby Yeah,
2: buddy, hello, (laughs)
1: la,
3: la, la, welcome to the show this evening, please as gavin said give it a like and share i know you hear it on every bloody youtube video that you see in facebook page but it does make a difference and we do appreciate it very much
0: yeah yeah nice to see bab spisser in there says greetings broke back bunker boys nice to see charles holton where have you been sir haven't seen you in a while uh raheem brooktop jones mike simeon nice to see all you guys uh, as well, I see uh, you guys joining us in the YouTube chat. We have Kevin and Dwayne King, Wounded Beekeeper, and the Zaniac Smith. Um, a couple things on the show tonight we can chat about. Uh, congratulations to Steve Lane. He sent uh, he sent me this photo. He got uh, he's one of the gentlemen that bought some patches. You can see there. It's uh, on his on his hat, it's front front and center as it should be. Uh, he says, uh, thanks for the patch. I had to make room for it to fit on my hat and thanks for the stickers too. Holy crap, Batman. He says, absolutely. Yeah. Anyone that gets patches, I also send out a handful of stickers with as well. And I think I only have like four patches left. So if you really want one, get at me this week. Uh, exalt. Do you guys like their new bayonets? They're the pretty Yeah. Cool yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I like the green one or the gray one better, but, uh,
1: I, I'm, I'm partial to gray.
0: I think you just get both.
1: I like, the, I like the green one. What about a green and black one? I guess they need it for a World War II camouflage, like on the Mustangs. I'm
2: partially battleship gray. It's, uh, it's very sexy.
1: I don't I remember
0: anybody so. asking you. Then we have the fire emoji bayonets. Those are Those pretty are cool. Oh, fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, did, you, did I hear right? Are they banning the poop emoji? Not banning it, but did they take it away? Or is it? Does it's, it still exist? It's
3: chocolate ice cream. It's not Mr. <laughs> Whippy. It's been flushed.
0: Yeah.
1: Has
0: it? Yeah. It it as well as the crying emoji, I think. I don't know. There's a bunch of them that's kicking off the market, but doesn't matter. If you want a fire emoji, head on over to Exalt and get one of their bayonets. Uh, a couple other things from Exalt, you can get the EMAC or Etha2 aluminum back cap and thumb screw. Make your uh, gun a little more fancy and easily easy changeable. Uh, also back in stock with Exalt while we're talking about them, their tank cases, loader cases and their lens cases. So if you guys want something, something special for your, uh, new season, head on over and get Maybe those now.
1: Me a case.
0: <laughs> and, uh, another highlight was released this week, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't had a chance to see it, go check out, um, our Facebook feeds and you can see that.
2: Can I just say, uh, three peat, baby, three-peat. Three weeks in a row, I made the high rate, the highlight reel.
0: I know, but you were having a fit when you didn't weren't on it, so I'm yeah. <laughs> I kind of have to pigeonhole you in on that one. That really was uh, Zuby's Zubies thing last week.
3: Uh, that
2: wasn't a fit. That was an epic meltdown of childish proportions. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of childish, uh, Steve Couchy from Australia, just put the poop emoji in the chat. So good for uh, you. So it's oh, still going anywhere? Still have it in Australia. Oh, I <laughs> need my bell.
0: Yeah, see here, they don't there have it. So, um, hey, you know what? I have to find out where it is. Remember, we had someone make emojis for behind the bunker. Do you remember those are, that? Those were, those yeah, I closer. still have it on my phone. Yeah,
2: I don't. I forget I where we remember, got them the the from. App? Yeah, I can't remember the app. Um, it was a mm-hmm. sticker package.
0: That's uh, right. But yeah. So I, if I find think. those again, I'll put them out there. Because there's even Perfect. one that has a behind the bunker poop emoji.
1: That's when we were doing other things besides just genres.
0: That's right. That was, yes. Um, David Sane sent a message. He said, uh, just wanted to say, I listen. I've listened to the older podcasts at work to keep me awake. Thank you for all the good times. <laughs> A lot of you That's guys are listening to a paint, uh, the the podcast version of the show, and we never really hear from you. So, anytime that you guys send us a message, I try to try to at least give you a little bit of a little little what's up. Um, recognition. You, yeah. So, if you guys are listening there, we'd like to we'd like to hear from you. So, a uh, couple things we'll go through events real quick. Jurassic Park March twenty sixth to twenty eighth. Uh, head on over and check that one out That Battlefield. Mission Masters have released their dates for this year, 2021. Make sure you guys check them out, including Aliens vs. Predators, Total Carnage, April 24th to 25th. And for Super Game Indiana, make sure you guys join the red team and play for our man, branded B-Rad Page. Um, World at War, Crimson Dawn, uh, April 9th to 11th, but we're not really sure where that is.
1: Oh, it's in French, like, <laughs>
0: march 26th to march 28th jurassic at battlefield orlando make sure you guys get signed up for that and our friend barney alamo is playing on the uh purple side with alyssa so make sure you guys head on over and uh check that out um we have lots to get to on the show tonight guys we've got your mail time segment we're going to be talking about what is the worst weather that you guys would play in uh we're going to talk about uh we asked you guys to uh submit some topics in, or, or some ideas of who we would play if we came out with the BTB movie. Uh, you guys came up with some good ones there. We'll get to that. We have Prices Right, Custom Corner, and a lot more. But before we do anything else, we're going to go and check out Joe's weekly vault segment, guys. When we get back, we'll go right into some mail time.
1: Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment of From the Vault where we go back in history, back in the early days of paintball and look at some neat gear, neat stuff that I have in my collection. Today we are going to look at this. This is made by Eagle Industries. They're now located in Virginia Beach, Virginia, but they used to be located in St. Louis, Missouri, and they made all kinds of crazy high-end tactical gear long before um, Condor was around or any of the, the manufacturers like that, but we would use the Eagle Vest, we'd also use a, one of these drop-down leg pouches and they're designed to hold two M6, sorry, 4M16 mags, but we would use them and they would hold the USI 80 round uh, pods, these are kind of neat, they're made by USI which was located on the east coast of the US, but they had these unbreakable, they always worked, great lids that would seal your paintballs, you could put them in and keep everything sealed ready to go, but these Eagle Eagle things were had a lifetime guarantee any of their products were lifetime guaranteed Fantastic and they were available at the time in black green and woodland camouflage uh, Pretty cool stuff. You've been watching behind the bunker from the vault. See you next time. Pew Pew Cool well, that was my um, Eagle vest. not You have to think back 25 or 30 years ago when the you know there was really only Eagle Industries was making super high-end tactical gear. Blackhawk was like a fledgling company that was making you know offshore copies of the Eagle stuff, and then you really only had military surplus you know, Alice packs or um, Molly was the Molly system. Wasn't even invented. Then everything was still Alice packs. You were using M16 pouches. So I remember, when, I remember using, when
0: Joe was on the Molly, do you guys remember that?
1: Yeah. On top of <laughs> it. Ta- <laughs> he kept touching me. <laughs> anyway, you're so
0: smooth. It's anyway, I'm trying to explain field, a that. history of paintball,
1: but if you only want to mock me, then I'll just go do another <laughs> podcast with other people. They're going to treat me nicer. Um, but anyway, back back to what I was trying to say is, like, the Eagle stuff. And, and Gavin probably still has some Eagle stuff. Josh, you do. I know Todd still has some Eagle vests. That stuff was, like, guaranteed for life. It was fantastic. But it was really, you know, ahead of its time. And, you know, we were using that for paintball and, and Airsoft as well. So it was quite quite functional. And then, you know, as, as you know, companies like... Um, Condor came out and Whiskey 2.4 and some of those other companies, guys started getting, you know, geared up but really until MagFed and Airsoft took off. People were quite content to use pod packs and other th- silliness for various genres of paintball they played.
2: And to answer your question, Joe, yes, I still have three Eagle vests, which are 20 years plus uh, yeah. and still in pristine condition and lifetime guarantee, but I will never have to send it in for warranty. So. No i've been pleased with that joe actually
3: made a historical mistake i don't know if many of you caught it but uh i myself have not historically been able to find any eagle
2: stuff for purchase so no i
3: don't you. any of it
1: i have some eagle. i might have an eagle vest an extra eagle vest kicking around There Um,
2: there are a number in a container maybe in a sea can um near dear to you that could be washed
1: a newer newer one a new ish one um i remember i sent one back we had one we used to use them for rentals for the gi joe package and i sent one back because the velcro was not velcroing anymore and it was an olive green one and they they returned it with brand new woodland pouches and velcro on it to us so it's kind of cool good for them nice
2: Mail time! Mail time! mail, time. mail, time. The mail is here! Time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's mail time, my time to shine, where I get to rip open my sack and read some of the correspondence that you've sent in. Now, in our neck of the woods, it is a slow mail day because we had Snowmageddon part two! Uh, so we only have a few questions, but we are watching you in the chats. And uh, if you have any questions, you can post up there, and hopefully we'll get to it this evening. So the first question comes to us from John Jones, and he wants to know, is there any major difference in playing styles and which is easier in transition, Woodland to eternity or eternity to Woodland, magpen to either? So what's the easiest way or uh, to transition from one genre to another?
0: Joe, why don't you start with that? I'm just—I'm uh, taking the opportunity to to like and share this to all my friends. So I'm going to let you uh, let you start.
1: So the easiest way to tr- to move from one to the other.
2: Yeah. Uh, so the question, yeah, sorry. Uh, so the question is uh, the difference in major playing or the major difference in playing styles. So which is easier in transition? So uh, we have some scenario slash woods ball. We have some tourney ball, uh, magfed. What is the easiest to jump from? genre to genre
1: you the problem the easiest is probably from i don't know if you have rec ball if you have recreational paintball saturday and sunday you're playing with a hopper fed or a, a small capacity hopper then on the other side of this other end you have you know mag fed and then the far end the far extreme end, and then you have speedball it's probably there's some two, two totally different um say the, word. Play, <laughs> say the <laughs> word no, no they, it's in your head different, <laughs> two different kinds of genres guys are going to be hammered tonight um two <laughs> different kinds of genres like speedball is cool you know there is there's lots of strategy of course but there's also you're shooting a lot more paints so the suppression then if you go to magfed. there's lots of strategy and you have limited capacity um amount of paint you're, you're firing and plus what you can carry you know in speedball you can carry nearly an unlimited amount with 200 in your hopper and you know 10 pods with 150 you're, you know you're carrying enough paint and that's only you're out there for like a 15 minute game whereas you know if you're playing magfed, fed you could be out for a 45 minute game and with only you know 120 rounds so they're both completely different i i think that you could what if you were a good solid recreational paintball player i think you could transition probably to mag fed and and hold your own quite well if you are a fantastic recreational player and you got dropped into a into a speedball game i think the learning curve would be higher because of rates of fire um you know, guys don't mind getting shot. You know, if you're worried about getting overshot, as you, you know, in rec ball, you get hit once or twice, maybe three times. Or if you're in a ball, volley and someone's peppering you, then you might get hit by several people simultaneously. But in yeah. speedball, one guy mm-hmm. could hit you multiple times and then continue shooting just yeah. to yeah. make sure you're eliminated. So I think, mm-hmm. I think the, the, tra- the transition. Um, would be an easier transition would be to um, mag fed a, near, a a transgression would be to um, speedball yeah.
0: I, I agree with joe i think having like having played a lot of different styles of paintball i always the only people that i'm afraid of are the guys that play um, especially the young guys but the guys that play on the 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 rental field or the the rec ball field all the time they're there every week and they've been doing that for a number of years when they step onto the speedball field okay yes speedball has a different set of rules but they already have that field awareness which is something that a lot of people getting into speedball don't have and because they have a good core of, of you know and when you're playing on a on the rental field of the scenario field you're usually playing by yourself. Let's be honest. I mean, you're out there as a weekend warrior. Yes, even if your friends are out there, you get separated faster on a scenario field than you do on the speedball field. And you get out to the speedball field, and I see them doing so much, so much better. And they're so coachable, and they're they're they've already got the basics down. I I would say getting into pump that's something that you'd want to have a solid background in. I wouldn't start with pump. Nor I would. Nor would I start with magfed because no disrespect to guys playing MAGFED but you're starting with a bit of a handicap you have limited rounds and you know I think I think you start where Joe said you start on the scenario field and and you get the good understanding of how to move and how to shoot and how to conserve paint when you're down and you know there's a lot going on with MAGFED you've got you have to worry about feeding your magazines and, and and knowing how much is left in each mag and how many mags you have left and how much air you're managing, um, how close you can get before you get into a firefight. Let's say you only have two or three rounds left in your mags, not a good time to get into a firefight uh, at close quarters. So, I mean, there's a lot more going on. But I think starting on that rental field and, and playing every week is going to get you the best, the, the, the best stepping stone. I mean, the guys that come out and they see speedball on Go Sports and they come out and play, even if they've only played a couple times, that's a huge learning curve, you know, um, but I'm thinking, Joe, like you think of the guys that at the field that used to play on Tuesday nights and on weekends and then they jump into speedball and they pick it up right away, you know, um, and usually start That's out true. pretty good, you know they're they they they've already skipped a couple divisions just because they've got that 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 under them, but
1: well, the, the skill level on a Tuesday night at the outdoor um, is is, is, reasonable, is reasonably high as well. But, but you, you know, as a, as a beginner player, you can certainly be airdropped in and play without any problem because the people you're playing with know who they're shooting. They're not, no one has really anything to prove and they just will shoot you one time. Yeah. Um, so Tuesday night is an excellent time. But, you know, the, the skill level on the Tuesday night is pretty, pretty amazing yeah. and fun.
0: Then you got Bab Spisser says magfed is more cardio uh um so there's that and then uh, joseph says anyone who started uh with pump guns are dating themselves yes but here's the thing the most deadly player is a guy who plays pump and has played pump for years you do not want to mess with a guy like that on the field because either he's 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 really good or he's not, he's just stupid. But most times, or not. He's really good, and you 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 want him on your team, and you you want to be aware of where he is when he's on the other side of the field. Agreed. Yeah. Um, All
2: right. Next question comes to us from Jason Diff, and Jason wants to know one are those tiger stripe hoodies coming out uh, for sale? You <laughs> know, I mean, winter is almost over in Arizona, so he needs to get those in asap. If you, you message Josh,
0: those? Josh is selling his right now.
2: Check eBay. <laughs> <laughs> it's on prices right later.
0: Yeah, he's kept it for the mandatory two months after his Christmas gift, so now he can sell it. So, <laughs> hey, everything's for sale, right? Yeah. Um, I am honestly thinking of doing it. The problem is, we want to wait till spring. Um, just there's there's there there's more more uh, ability for us to uh, to put the money out and to cl- and, and to get them going. But you know what? Maybe I will put a a call out. Uh, If you guys are watching right now, although in YouTube or Facebook land, post up if you would be at least interested in one. Uh, And if there's enough of you guys, maybe I'll, I'll put an order form together and we'll see how many we can get. We have to make it worth our while. Otherwise, per unit, it goes up. So...
2: But in the interim, uh, the swag shop is still open. So you can grab a T-shirt <laughs> while you wait,
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, some
2: jeggings, whatever uh, strikes your fancy. Absolutely. Yeah. but uh, And this, uh, th- you I,
0: guys can order whatever style hoodie you want with the logo on it and whatever size you want. So if you want woodland, dark woodland, you want tiger stripe, you want whatever the camos that we'll have available. You guys can have in small, medium, what all the way up to whatever. And then... Um, Choose whatever size or, or, or style you want. You can do a couple if you want too. So, um, and how much are they? I don't know. I'm I'm going to tell you right now. They are not cheap. They're they're rather expensive because they're designery kind of hoodies with the with the pattern. But I'll get a price and I'll post it up on, on and we'll let you guys know. Um, and there is no place for velcro patch, but you can certainly sew them I on. I have
1: Bob. I have sorry, Bab. I have olive green um, uh, velcro available and blacks so that we can put it on. I have some 4-inch stuff here. There you
0: go. Uh, Zane Smith wants to know if there's tiger-stripe thongs. There will be. Yes. yes. Uh, bag of chips has already asked for some uh, repeatedly, so we're going to try to get you some of those.
2: And the tiger-stripe thong will only stay tiger-stripe for so long. It just becomes brown after that. <laughs> oh got <Hello. laughs> What? Oh, desert Hello. camo.
0: <laughs> That's
2: nice. Uh, damn! I ruined the show. <laughs> All right, next question comes to us from. Uh, let me just check the name. Uh, Andrew Captain or Capitan, um, and and this is really relevant to Canadians, and I know it's making the news around uh, the paintball world. It's what can we do to see Bill C twenty one does not affect paintball negatively, specifically the MagFed committee in the near future. Um, does anybody want to? So I give a Twitter version of what Bill C21 is for those who are internationally tuning in this evening. Josh, did you know? Not nah, that was intense.
0: Yeah, I don't I haven't read the bill and I haven't actually looked into it. I've been so busy. I know that it it's going to affect our industry, but I haven't actually taken the time to educate myself on it. So to be honest with you, I don't know, Joe. If you want to if you want to have some thoughts I can, on
1: I can I can chime in it's it, Bill Bill C Bill C21 it talks about the banning, uh, the Canadian government wants to ban replica, replica air guns, airsoft guns, replica firearms, it's the stuff that's used in the movie industry, uh, ban it so it would become prohibited. So therefore, airsoft as we know it, uh, the guns are a one-to-one scale of a, of a real firearm. So they would ban those. And would it affect paintball? Yes, it could affect paintball in the fact that the, the, the paintball markers that look like real firearms, i.e. the TMC, the T-15, the Milsig, sig um, would likely run into some problems and perhaps uh, face, face a ban if this goes through. Um, I think you could probably model what's happening, uh, what could happen here to what, is, what, what the Australian market is like. They do allow the EMG because it doesn't, the, doesn't resemble... A real firearm and they do allow the stormer could we fit into that category yes um, although you may have problems with with a mag looking like a real real 30 round mag. so that's kind of that that's just come out and the the bill has gone through one reading it's the um, first reading yes. parliament it needs three readings and it goes to the senate it typically takes 15 months we have an election you know, will we have an election in the summer when the pandemic yes, ends, and likely. it will have to start again? Will it be a minority election? Likely. Um, will it go through? We don't know. Um, but what what you can do in the meantime, we I think, is you could probably write your MP because this is federal, and uh, just say that you you know you don't support that. It's a sport. It's it's played by you know fam- families, and it's paintball and and airsoft it was one of the few activities that people could participate in during the pandemic. And I, I think we also, the government's not only looking at, they're looking at this, you know, from a, a replica firearm, but I think they have to look at the economics as well, like airsoft and um, airsoft and paintball in magfed and airsoft activities as far as stores. They don't employ a lot of people, but they certainly employ, employ people and, you know, in a country that has gone lost several several hundred thousand jobs due to the pandemic, if we can keep a few more Canadians employed um, during the pandemic and post pandemic in, in, in a prosperous, thriving industry, then I, I think the government needs to look, you know, look hard at um, what they can do to make paintball and airsoft, this particular genre, if you will, of paintball and airsoft, legal, and, and how, how can how can, you know, it coexist and, um, as well? Whether it means, if it means licensing, if I need to license my TMC, so be it. Yeah. I'll license my TMC. But I think, you know, they have to look at also the economics, you know, look at all the, the air softers and the paintballers and all these guys that come together. This year was different. 2020 was different. But in previous years and in the future, these guys all go out to eat afterwards. They buy all kinds of stuff. Um, they buy equipment, they buy gear, it's all all being imported, so it's duties being collected, taxes are being paid, like Airsoft and and Paintball, the spin-off in the Canadian economy, not huge, but it's a constant, these guys are constantly doing it, and you know you have to look at it from also mental health point of view every these guys are getting out they're getting some fresh air they're getting some exercise and they're with their friends they're socializing from a safe distance that's that's kind of my my take on it and i just want
2: to touch on it briefly sorry todd um you know i don't want to beat a dead horse right because it's still pretty early on in the uh (laughs) in the uh in in the reading and legislation right and so um what can we do one you know what those change organization petitions are not going to do anything at all so let's just slow down a little bit take a deep breath and 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 tackle this more uh tactically right so we are looking at an election year so this will definitely be an election issue we are currently in a minority government and will likely be in a minority government again um when election is called. So you can tap your, your local MP, if they are with the residing party right now, which is Liberal, they're definitely gonna vote along the party lines, but you can let them know that your vote will go elsewhere um, if they don't um, either vote down or remove the uh, the bill from, from, from parliament. Yeah. Uh, second is you can contact um, anybody who has a portfolio under the ministry, uh, tourism, uh, sport, um, all of these things, and let them know that you do not support this bill. And writing letters versus emails uh, has far more impact. And lastly is to educate those around you who are able to vote about gun rights, about uh, paintball, about airsoft, uh, and about how this has really little to no impact on actual crime. And this is just a band-aid, knee-jerk reaction and pandering for votes coming up to an election. So again, let's do this diplomatically. Let's not preach to the choir. You don't have to go on every paintball forum and say this is horrible and just yeah. sign this petition. It's really about you know, bringing more people into uh, awareness into our sport and uh and in protecting that. So, you yeah. know, go to the right avenues.
0: Yeah, for sure. And we tagged the CCRC in here as well. When we get more information, we'll try to follow up in the next couple of weeks. We'll we'll present it. Right now, it is where it is. We're still trying to get the information. So, if you guys want to do your own research by all means. Um, and this right now is affecting Canada. So, again, I know Australia has been going through it, and, and other nations. But we'll get we'll 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 maybe come back to the subject another time. Um, ladies and gentlemen, first of all, if you guys are watching us, thank you for doing so. Whether you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook Live right now, uh, but this gets translated into a podcast, which can be downloaded anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast. So if you don't have the ability to sit on Facebook for this long, go ahead and download it on your uh, podcast platform, and you can listen to us at work, wherever you guys want. I want to move on, though. We want to talk about uh, the topic at hand tonight. We want to talk about um, uh, weather. Uh, what is the worst weather that you guys would actually play in? Um, and what would, what would stop you? And then when we're done that, uh, we're going to move on to Gavin's topic uh, that, tonight about uh, how about behind the bunker in the movies but let's uh that's right baby but let's talk about uh the weather so um, I know Joe at the field the only time that you let you know people play rain or shine the only time you ever stop is lightning so I mean that's an obvious safety factor but let's put all of that aside let's talk about you as a player what's stopping you from playing and I know there's some fair weather players out there that as soon as it gets above or sorry below 10 degrees they're out um what about you guys? Josh, you got you've got some uh, some submissions that were sent in on on uh on all the social media channels. What are they saying out there?
3: Uh yeah, so we got a uh, great comment by Jason Kerr who says I play in all weather. I work in it. So, he's the hero of the chat so far?
0: Uh <laughs> He a, a didn't have a heart player, attack?
3: <laughs> yes. A <laughs> young player by the name of Dion Ch- Charma, I think I said that right, it says uh, anything Charma. above 25 degrees, those who know <laughs> me know. Oh, <Low laughs> dehydration Dion. <laughs> That's right. No one knows Dion, so let's move on. David stalko says it's not the weather, but the booze that distracts oh. me the most. So I'm not sure how one would get distracted by weather, but um, booze is delicious and tasty. Uh, top fan of the show, Tommy Gunn says, just the weather in my tummy after a night of spicy chicken wings.
0: <laughs> you mean your crap uh, factory. You don't say tummy. Yes. No man says tummy.
3: A good old case in the mud butt. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Petrushuk says, thunderstorms cause um, that's when you guys blow the air horn and possibly stop the game. So he's just blaming everyone else. So that's fun. Uh, next up, but Nick Sweet, a friend of ours from Michigan, says the only thing that stopped our field is lightning. Uh, and apparently a tornado that showed up one day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jason Diff says Arizona Summers. FML.
0: <laughs> yeah. Whatever.
3: I, and yeah. Um, second last one uh, BFOZ55 says maybe Sharknado. Huh. <laughs> Uh any movie
2: with Tara <laughs> Reed is a great reason to stop playing paintball. No, no, my friend. <laughs> still sti-
0: yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. still a shot.
2: There's still a shot.
0: Was she in Twister? No. Titty no.
3: Twister. Who cares? Move on. Hey. The last comment, uh and number one comment, Steve Portain says COVID, apparently.
0: <laughs> yeah. Too soon, sir, too soon. Um Gavin, what about you? What's 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 stopping you from playing? Uh, Um,
2: So it's already mentioned uh, lightning, but I do recall being at Canadian Carnage and it wasn't lightning, but it was like monsoon type rain and it had nothing to do with, you know, fair weather players. It's just that you couldn't see because it was a sheet of rain. And the intensity of it—you couldn't hear anything either, so it became really unsafe. So we couldn't take the field because of rain, and I've never experienced that before. So um, if you lose visibility and uh, you know and, and the ability to hear what's going on, and uh, it just becomes unsafe, then I'm off the field.
0: Yeah, I I, I think I, I think the only thing that's ever made me stop playing because we played—I mean, Joe and I played in snow. We played in—you know—we went to we went to. Uh, many a fields in in different states, and we, we had to play in rain, we had to play in all kinds of nonsense. But I think the worst thing that makes me want to stop is the heat. When the heat is that bad, you know, a Canadian summer day where it's so hot and humid, you just sweat standing there. That's the only demotivating time where I really haven't really wanted to play. And the only time that I've, other time that I've actually stopped playing is um again this was with joe we were at a at another fellow's field in london and it was in a morning when it was so humid that we couldn't see past the shots through the end of our barrels meaning whenever we would shoot co2 and it was
1: big plumes yeah there'd be a huge
0: plume of cloud at the end of your barrel shooting co2 that you couldn't see past so you almost had to shoot then step to your left three feet to see where your ball went um, it was so frustrating. Hopefully or thankfully in the afternoon it cleared up So we were able to play but those are really the only conditions and I mean aside from lightning. Let's let's be real um, But we've played in days where there's you know tornadoes touching down Not at the field obviously, but like you know an hour away where we played when there's hail going down I, w- I was competing on the field when there was a hailstorm. None of that really is bad. It's really just the heat I, I, I feel um, what about you guys josh what what's not what What are you not playing in
3: uh the i will play in anything but the one i like playing in the least as you said is the extreme heat because obviously like if it's raining you can wear wing gear uh if it's cold you can put extra layers on like it, it, there's always something you can do but if it's really really hot then there's only so much you can do because like you can only take off so many layers and you know try and drink enough water to keep up and then at the end of the day you end up with that dull throbbing headache and gavin yelling at you and you know that so just takes a lot of beer to get caught back up with the
0: news after. yeah yeah um uh, sorry i was trying to read somebody's but the chat's moving so fast mike says uh can-am game in 1990 in quebec was so rainy and humid that he couldn't see anything and his balls swelled um who else? Is that is on the field? On the field. Uh, I played in the blizzard when I was younger. Uh, not so much now. I don't do well in the cold, says Brian McKee. Uh, Joe Kimson just simply says, The heat is on. Uh, he and Glenn Fry used to play all the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, Bobby Doust, when the mosquitoes are really bad in the swamp. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, do you remember
2: r- those clouds of uh, mosquitoes? You could actually.
1: At, at, the, at, the seeing, first, yes. at the very first field, we had clouds and clouds of mosquitoes. The second field was not terrible at all. No. Once the grass was, was down, and the, the second field was nice. It was flat and rolly. Um, uh, I, the I remember the first bad, field
2: inhaling, yeah. you know, like as you're oh, down behind your bunker and you're shooting, you're shooting mm-hmm. pump, and it was CO2, which attracts uh, mosquitoes as well. And you're actually inhaling <laughs>
1: uh, mosquitoes. Disgusting. Yeah.
0: But lunch, we you to... weren't really that hungry
1: no you got your we used protein to smoke cult. We used to, well we, we'd be wearing just goggles only really in the early days we'd have our face we'd have our faces painted and we'd all be smoking Colt cigars to keep the mosquitoes away from us when we were when we were playing it was crazy times
0: yeah. um that's not the, Rennick, the Weather. 1133 says louisiana monsoon levels uh ra- rain rain uh, rain is the norm yeah Um, what about that time that you were in, uh, Vietnam and the rain was coming up at you?
2: Yes. Stanging rain, (laughs) sideways rain. Rain.
1: Rain.
0: (laughs) Um, Josh, did we, sorry, we asked, uh, we asked you guys, Joe, did we get to you about uh, whether you wouldn't play in?
1: No, I'm, I'm not a super proponent of playing in the cold weather. Um, I don't mind the heat Tuesday nights when it's super hot in the summer, um, It's fun because you're creeping around in the long grass. Yeah, you're sweating, but it's awesome. Um, And I would play in rain in the summer because it's hot and I'm not going to get, get a chill. So I don't mind playing in the heat. I, I think I'm beyond playing in the cold. If I'm going to go out in the cold, I'll shovel the snow or go skiing. But I don't want to play in the cold anymore. I don't even want to stand around having witty banter with my friends in the cold. Um, and, and
2: what really sucks as well is, as Axl Rose says, the cold November rain. It's <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> hey, topic for another time, but the best time to play paintball is in the evening, on a summer evening when the temperature's dropped and it's that perfect temperature. Right. That's, uh, that's us. Um, but Gavin or, or, or Josh, do you mind if we move on to something different or did you get, get all your things in?
3: Just show you do what you want.
0: Sounds good. Well, I'm going to tell you something, Josh, did you know that planet eclipse has more championships, new mechanical markers, new electronic markers, Hey, new territory, including the new MagFed division, get planet eclipse, ladies and gentlemen, and take on the world. Check out the new EMF 100, uh, Pretty much our whole panel's favorite gun right now.
1: When the world's greatest players, photographers, and expected parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, biggest selection, they pull a tab on an EG product. Hashtag smoke.
2: Thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options makes AirUps the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. Made in America by Brent Davis and his crew. Make sure you get AirUps.com.
3: Dreams fade. Ruthless paintball products, color, supplementation, and craftsmanship never die. On or off the field, Ruthless keeps you fresh. Use the promo code btb 15 for 15% off your order.
2: Adapt, create, and win. Exalt is in our blood. And in fact, it is our blood type. So make your game boil, get Exalt, which is available worldwide.
1: World. From DL- the beginning, you stumble down a rocky cliff for way to chest deep through a mosquito infested bog. Now, whether you're sliding into the snake or running and gunning, GI Sports has this gear for you now with the Stormer, Stormer Basic, Stormer Tactical, and Stormer Elite.
0: DLX Technologies, guys, true industry innovators with some of the lightest, fastest, and sleekest hardware in paintball. DLX has the power to get you to the podium. And ladies and gentlemen, that's where you want to be. And I appreciate every one of you guys watching the show tonight and listening. If you guys are watching on Facebook, please take an opportunity to tag our sponsors. If you're listening to us anywhere else, uh, please go and like their Facebook, their Instagram, anywhere that they present their social media and do follow them. Uh, We get a chance to choose who sponsors us and this is who we choose. Uh, So check them out, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Paintball Extravaganza. I have Try nothing to really just tell you about it other than something's coming up. Pay attention to Behind the Bunker social media channels over the next couple of weeks and uh, we'll tell you a little more, a little something-something that's happening. Um, last week, Gavin, uh, Gavin came up with a question for you guys and we talked about it briefly. If Behind the Bunker was a movie, um, who would play our roles? And you had an opportunity during the show to uh to tell us and we want to see you guys right now if you want to post up in the live chat um who you guys think uh we'll we'll go through this pretty quick but uh i thought it was an interesting uh interesting exercise gavin what did uh you had you had a couple people send you some messages
2: yeah so uh first i I do want to give credit to where, where credit's due to dan and hardy who you know he spearheaded the conversation and i loved it and i piggybacked off it so he wanted to know um Will there be a BTB movie? And I took it one step a little bit further. And so, you know, he was grateful for that. Uh, and he actually contributed to it. So I'm not sure if you have some images there. Uh, so the first image is of the character who will be playing me, I think. Yeah. So the first one is uh, <laughs> it's uh, the guy from Super Troopers, uh, Jay Chen uh, yep. So that would be, uh, <laughs> that would be Gavin. Uh, and, uh, the character playing Todd would be Owen Wilson. I don't Owen, like that. I can't
1: believe I'm an actor, uh, Wilson. Yeah. Good for you. No, I don't uh, like
2: that. Joseph P. is the coolest of the whole cast right there with, Booyah. uh, with Bruce Willis. And sadly, awesome. Josh but... gets stuck with, uh, Brian Potion.
0: Uh, so... What? What?
2: But I think. But I
0: think Joe got stuck with Bruce Willis from Hudson Hawk, though. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so, so, I, I, I was the to sing and dance the whole time. <laughs> the worst movie ever. Yeah. Thank you guys for the suggestions. I, uh, That's awesome. Uh, yeah, and then Zane Smith, was it Zane or was it uh, who is it that said we were the A team? I like that one too. That uh, was... Yeah,
2: that in Zane Zaniac, uh, Zane <laughs> Smith says we were the A team. Uh, so Todd would be Faceman, Mr. T would be Zubi, he pities a fool. Uh, I would be Murdoch, uh, clearly I'm unstable, unstable, and Hannibal would be Joe. Well, whole plan together.
0: Jason Cooper says Gavin could be Kevin Hart, but then Devin David Reed says, "What about Robert Downey Jr. from Tropic Thunder?" (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Uh, What about Jason Cooper says Joe could be Vin Diesel. (laughs) True. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. Sorry, that was just in the YouTube chat. I haven't had a chance to read the, uh, that's, funny. <laughs> that's good. So here we go. Oh, Bobby Doust, Gavin, the rock. Now I love Gavin, but there's a huge difference between Gavin and the rock.
2: No, no, we're <laughs> uh, you know, we, we go to the same gym.
0: <laughs> uh, Zuby, Nick oh, Foley, uh, Nick Foley. I like that. uh, Ooh nick foley oh, the wrestler no the gentleman that lives in a van down by the river <laughs> uh todd Foley, chris
2: Farley, yes but yeah, i know was, his character was nick foley
0: chris Far- jericho i don't know who chris jericho is is he a wrestler guy and then joe stone cold steve austin actually those those are pretty good uh hudson hawk was a bad movie love it says robert Hansen. <laughs> Uh, Todd could be played by Paulie Short. No.
2: Yes, please, buddy. <laughs> Matt the Crypt is
0: played by Brad Pitt, according to Sebastian Ooh, Meunier. dreamy. <laughs>
1: Seb.
0: so that's great. Ben Stiller says uh, Jason Cooper would uh, would play me. I don't know. I don't know. Let's Steve okay. Ca- you guys picked Steve your ca- own. Hold
2: on. Steve Couchy says, yep. depends on which rock gap. What the <laughs> hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, all right, well, pick one for yourself. Who do you think would best represent you?
2: With my beard right now. Um, Steve it's Buscemi. Not PC, it's not what? PC. Who, <laughs> <laughs> you? Yes. <No. laughs> I'm going with that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Aziz Danzari.
0: Okay. Yeah, I see that. Um,
2: Aziz is too weasley to, pay, to play Gap Look at me. I'm a Weasley
1: dude. <laughs> There's nothing manly about me. Who's
0: yeah.
1: the guy? That, what show am I watching? You know, you, that could be you, Gavin. Yeah. I don't know what his name is.
2: I don't know. Are you watching a lot of
1: Bollywood these days? <laughs> no, I'm not. Ding-a-ding-a-ding. <laughs> <laughs> ding ding ding, 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 uh, ding What else are watching?
0: Todd Gack can play me. Yes, Seb.
3: <laughs> hey, do you want to know who I had?
0: Yeah, yeah, go ahead.
3: Okay, for Todd, I had John uh, Slattery. I think that's how you say his name, or Slattery.
0: Stamos? Sure.
3: (laughs) Uh, Joe Ben Kingsley, because they're both old and know a lot of stuff. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) That's horrible. (laughs) Uh, Gavin Sharma, I had Samuel L. Jackson, because they share a similar complexity, and Samuel L. Jackson is in everything.
2: And I have a propensity to say the MF word a lot yes
3: that's true uh me i had michael chiklis because we both seem just as angry and bitter about everything (laughs) and matt could be perfectly played by our best friend who calls in the middle of the night bob sacramento
0: yes yes i agree uh phoenix uh she says todd could be tom hanks from sully I would rather be Tom Hanks from, is it Lost, Not Lost? Which is the one he's on? Castaway. Castaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just <laughs> waiting
3: for Gavin to go, Todd, Todd, look at me. Look at me. I'm
0: the captain. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Whoa. Uh, Aziz has been canceled, though, says Stephen. Uh, he
2: needs a comeback. And that's for, uh, for the BTV uh, movie. He's, he's yeah. back. Early. Dave Chappelle, then, for Gavin.
0: Bab Spisser says uh, Rob Corddry for Joe. <laughs> Bobby Dukes. That's i'm great. gonna have to
1: leave just kidding i have to look at the guy i think gavin could be but i have to find out what show i was watching with uh, i'll you guys keep going and i'll figure it out i'm looking on imdb right now
0: um josh we have some of your um custom corner stuff to get to but i'm going to put that on pause because we're getting close to the end of the show we'll, we'll save that for next week i have guys, prices sure. right which we'll save till next week as well um, Just a reminder, guys, if you guys are watching us on Facebook, we have a little bit left. Then what we're going to do is we're going to say goodbye to you guys, but we're going to continue to broadcast on YouTube and record our after show uh, for our podcast listeners. So if you guys want to hear all that, you can stay tuned on YouTube or you can just simply go to anywhere that you get your favorite podcast from and, uh, and, and download the whole show, including the after show. Now, um, our, our Australian friend here, I want to say thank you to anyone from Australia who's been downloading and watching us. We had an we had an uptick of 800 downloads over the last, well, it was last week that they did this, um, that was specifically from Australia. And I don't know why or who did that or how it transpired, but somebody obviously shared it. And uh, I, I want to say thank you to all of those guys. And for all of you guys watching or listening rather from uh, Australia, hello. Nice to see you.
1: Hey, Gavin, I found who you are. Cal okay. Pat. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. No, I, I did see that, um, on one of the posts. So
1: That's who I think, and then I, Josh could be Woody Harrelson with a beard.
0: Um, uh,
2: yeah, so, uh, so at least, could uh, be Owen Wilson.
1: <laughs>
0: no,
2: our friends from Australia. So at least, uh, Connor Bryant and, uh, Steve Couchy are in the chat that I'm aware of from Australia. So we do appreciate your support, uh, each and every mm-hmm. week and what you're doing to grow our, our program there as well. So yeah. appreciate you guys. Um, Stay
0: safe. Steve, I have sent you a check and it's written in crayon, so hopefully it will be cashable. Um Steven also says that Matt could be played by uh, Dalai Lama. <laughs> there you go. Very nice. Oh, he's
2: di- because he's dying. Uh,
0: what is this? Australia? Must thought it was Pornhub. Oh. <laughs> yeah, someone posts <laughs> us on Pornhub in Australia. Uh Obviously, Zane's been having fun with his VPN server. (laughs) Checking out Pornhub in Australia. (laughs) Good for you. That's truly for someone who likes people going down under. All right. So why don't we move on, ladies and gentlemen? If you guys are watching us on Facebook, we're going to say farewell to you. Uh, If you want to continue to watch us live, we're going to head on over to YouTube. And if you're watching us on Facebook, please hit that like or share button on the way out. That definitely helps us uh, every week. And it was nice to see you guys. Um, yeah, and head on over to YouTube. Our channel is live right now with uh, with this live show. And if you guys are listening to us on our podcast, stay tuned. So, uh, for all of you that are listening on uh, Facebook, farewell to Joe and Gavin and Josh.
1: Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also, follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show.
0: All right. So if you guys are watching us on Facebook or listening to us on our podcast, welcome back. Um, Yeah, that was a fun show and I appreciate all the, uh, the good. For the most part, we had good suggestions on our actors that played us. I, I feared it was going to go way worse than that.
2: we just got to find somebody to bankroll it and uh, come up with the actual storyline. Yeah. Josh, so did you we... say
0: who's who you, who you want to play yourself? I think I missed that.
2: Yeah, Michael Chiklis.
0: That's right. Okay. Yeah. Joe, did you suggest who you wanted to play yourself? No. Sergeant Emery?
2: If he
1: was bald.
2: I think Joe but... is arrogant enough. He wants to play himself.
1: Bruce Willis can Bruce Willis can play me. That's Nobody nice. can do Joe but Joe. No, I guess someone can do me. No, I didn't mean it like that. Um,
0: <laughs> you can find Joe on Tinder. <laughs> I always thought that
3: I always kinda thought the field owner from Bobby Dudes could actually play Joe pretty
2: well. No way. Yes. <laughs> Big and lumpy, hey guys, No way. Similar build, similar what? hairstyle. Like you're insulting yeah. Joe and he's sitting right next to you. I don't
1: even know what this is, Bobby Deuce. Have I seen it? that movie? Yeah. Blackball. You're oh. supposed to. Yeah. Did I watch it?
0: That's Deuce. like a You're supposed to a passage at every young man that plays paintball oh, should watch. Oh, maybe I
1: did. I did watch it. That's the girl one. Yeah, I watched it, Bobby Deuce. What are you going on a girl one? Girl. I watched. No, that, that was the other.
3: Uh, that was the direct damage
0: one. Whatever that. Splat. Ooh, direct damage. Oh, I was, was a splat. horrible that was movie <laughs> that you guys made me watch. <laughs>
3: you watched it
0: and you liked it <laughs> i actually didn't mind it it was terrible but it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't bad
3: i'm sure but at the time like it was not too terrible but like, that was
0: terrible. yeah so i don't know that was a fun show i enjoyed that and
1: yeah, that was good
0: i enjoyed that um and i don't know where everybody's coming from with all of the uh with all of the shares last week or all the podcasts that's that. that baffles me uh, there's also a, a, a radio duo out of Toronto that I follow that completely, they were put back on terrestrial radio, even though they were on podcast form for years and they uh, gave up on that too. And they're back to just doing podcast. Oh well, wow, Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know.
2: Well, well speaking of podcast, uh, I do recall our claim to fame when we kicked Joe Rogan's ass and I will always forever uh, be very excited about that. So I know this is sort of pre-podcast, but this guy's making millions of dollars now on his podcast.
0: Yeah, hundreds of, money, of millions. It. Where's our money, damn it? Okay, but with that kind of money, can you not afford a proper set? I mean, our studio doesn't look bad, and it was done on a budget. His at uh, that budget should look awesome. He had like, he had that built. I know purposely for that. I was like, what is?
3: Now, he explained at one show what he was trying to do. And I was like, I kind of understand that. But I was like, there's so many better ways to do it.
0: But whatever. Yeah. He's,
3: yeah. hey, you know what? Here we are trash talking his studio. He's the one with the $100 million <laughs> Spotify deal. Yeah, but exactly. we're also not trying to be canceled by the Spotify employee. So maybe we are doing
2: something right. Now. Yeah. I will take a hundred million dollars and get canceled. I guarantee you, yeah, I will.
1: Really, you I'll cancel sell me out. all day long. <laughs> uh, twice you know what? It depends
2: on that terms and conditions.
3: Is that hundred <laughs> 100 up front or is it throughout the years type thing?
1: That's, um,
0: Ryan McGee, I have to strategy. apologize. I do keep forgetting to mention that you are generaling uh, the paintball game in Frenchlick. I just we can't get past uh, Frenchlick. <laughs>
1: yeah, Frenchlick's the. I'm sitting sideways. Okay, okay we've
3: we've up. been through the united states and i'm going through these small towns and stuff and i have to say what the hell is up with the naming of some of the towns in the united states like french like that's not like a, uh, oh it's funny now who came up with that like a hundred and something years okay, ago i think like, a lot of college say, town, wait, okay French-like. we can't say anything like, at all
2: there's the- dildo No, or Newfoundland, right? (laughs) It was Dildo.
3: It was probably named Dildo long before Dildo was a Dildo. Right? French Lick is always French Lick. It means the same thing the whole time. There's
0: just a lot of cousins living in French Lick. Leave them alone. Um, Yeah, someone says that Joe Rogan just moved his studio, but his new studio, which is in that purple.
1: Population of French Lick is 1,841 people. Hmm. Historic min- mineral. mineral- Prest- Preston could have been called French Lick. It's known for its historic mineral springs.
0: David Reed says there's a toad sucker or a toad suck Arkansas. <laughs> 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 That's oh, Arkansas, awesome. I'm sorry. Toad suck Arkansas. Yeah, there's swastika Ontario.
1: They're, yeah, no, I think they true, changed yeah. the name. That's near us.
0: Yeah. Uh, it was the birthplace of Larry uh, Larry Bird.
1: Bird. Yeah, French Lake. Larry nah.
0: Bird.
1: Yeah. There's a winery in French Lake. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I can just I see
3: Joe at home all day on his own, all by himself,
1: <laughs> no one around. Just, I nah, drive nah, down nah, nah, the street, nah. chuckling to myself. French lick. <laughs> I'm still waiting for Joe to get his Starbucks cup and
3: have French Lick written on it, it's spelled wrong.
2: I'm still waiting for the mayor to give him the key to the city. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for exporting our official greeting.
0: Nice.
1: <laughs> Maybe I can get a job with tourism at French Lick. Going. <laughs> French lick. <laughs>
2: It's just Joe in a kissing booth.
1: <laughs>
0: I think they need to have a fundraiser to make a new sign at the entrance to their city, but this one having a mechanical tongue, and then Joe's sound effect as they're driving past it. Joe's
1: Bates
2: <laughs> on the bottom
3: There's corner.
0: There's a place
1: in, in la la la. Pennsylvania There's and have it near in a well. Pennsylvania called Intercourse.
0: Yeah. Moonbeam, Ontario.
1: French Lick is still about. It's a what zane. What is? How about? How about the strangest? What, the strangest city close to you? The strangest named city close to you? That'd be a good question.
3: Well, there's Balls Falls in uh, balls, Niagara.
1: Falls. like gets me every time. Intercourse, French Lick. Blah, blah.
0: <laughs> I think French Lick is Intercourse's uh, sister city.
1: It is.
3: Okay, I uh, officially suggest renaming Frenchman's Bay at Flag Raiders to.
2: French like Bay French
1: Lick Bay <laughs> French Lick Bay Just so when
2: Joe's doing the rules and the briefing He can do that <laughs> la, I'd
1: like to welcome everybody to Flaggers You can play a variety of different games today And you'll be going to French like. Bay <laughs>
0: Dave Reed says there's also a Wiener Arkansas uh, Arcan- Arkansas Arkansas? Yeah
3: I'm pretty sure there's a Wiener Ontario too I forgot
1: people are still listening to this <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's uh, not just us.
1: Oh, right, right, right. Right. hang on. Good let's not get Good too show. far ahead
3: of ourselves. Some people might not be able to, speak to this.
0: Yeah. Lisa is Weber says L Michigan. I forgot about that place. Yeah. And yeah, Kitchener used to be called Berlin. Wasn't New Berlin. It was just called Berlin. I believe. it,
1: Berlin, oh, Berlin. Yes. it was Berlin. just Berlin. Yeah,
0: Balls Falls. Balls Falls is under Wiener, Arkansas. Says David Reed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, now you're Brilliant. just taking it too far. <laughs> just take
3: just take the uh, 101 Taint Highway down there. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, but it's like always winter down there because it's salt all over the road.
2: <laughs> oh, well done, my friend. <laughs> I thought I was gonna well get.
1: Done. I thought it's I was time to get. move on. Place called Fertile Iowa. Yeah and Michigan, but that doesn't count. Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Those are um, Los Banos, California.
0: Zane Smith simply says the after show.
1: (laughs) Exactly.
0: If it's what you're waiting for, I apologize. Oh, well. Well, why don't we start start wrapping up here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, We're going to let you guys go. If you guys are watching us live, uh, head on over when we're finished here in just a moment Go Sports is now live uh, interviewing one and only Ollie Lang So if you ever wanted to listen to one of the best uh, arguably one of the best paintball players of their time uh, head on over to Go Sports and check them out Gavin Sharma thank you for being on our podcast and our after show
2: yes sir so wonderful to be here and we sincerely appreciate everybody who tunes in shares listens downloads all that wonderful stuff it's Monday night. Uh, we love having you along for the ride. Uh, make sure you join us next week as well. Thank you so much.
0: Joe Kimson from Flagler's Paintball.
1: Thanks very much for tuning in and listening to us as we talked about different things tonight on Behind the Bunker. We'll see everybody next Monday night at 8 p.m. Be safe, be well, and see you soon.
0: And Josh Subi Zabrikas.
3: Yes, thank you all for watching. Again, thank you to all of you who took the time to like and share the show. It does make a big difference. I know I say it every time. Please continue on, carry on, and don't forget to have your local airsoft population, spade
0: or needed. Very good. Uh, thank you to Matt for pushing all the buttons and producing the show tonight. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Hello and welcome to Behind the Bunker. If you like tonight's show, it is turned into a podcast and you can find hundreds of them at Apple Podcast or through Spotify or any other podcast platform in the known universe. If you want to watch tonight's show, go to YouTube and launch a search. They are all there. We release a new podcast every Monday night at 8 p.m. If you want to